I have to run three miles every day. I have to uh, do body uh, body weights. As you guys can see, my body's been changing a little bit more because I want to be ready by the time I said yes, I'm signing a contract for a fight, that my body's ready. And I'm just like, I'm super strong when I get in the cage. Like that's my focus on, on my next one. And I need to win. Like I have no choice but to win. So speaking of body, I know we, we talked about this the last episode where now where you were on with the um, holiday, the, uh, the IG pictures are they're popping. Like, I, I mean, they, they're consistent. How do you, you and Sarah, like, I don't know how you, you, guys, photo shoots. <laughs> you guys have like, you just consistently have amazing looking pictures. Like what, how do you, how do you fit that in the schedule? Well, I met the new signee for AW Jade and I, I saw her Instagram and I was like, hey, dude, I want to get my Instagram to the next level. What do I do? And then she started giving me some tips on doing that. So no, the month of November, I really focused on investing on paying one of my photographers. Her name is Melanie. Uh, she works. She's our main photographer for uh, our show, Mission Pro Wrestling. So uh, she's really, really good. She has a really good eye on things to do. So we, I was like, hey, I have this Chola thing that I want to do. We did that. I haven't posted some pictures. You guys going to see more pictures of those. They're really, really pretty. I have so much lingerie and I was like, dude, I got to get all this lingerie. So I did a bunch of like lingerie pictures. And then I found another photographer. It's an ex bet. He wants to take pictures in the gym. He has a bunch of like makeup. He's going to pay for everything. So I was like, fine, whatever. I'll do it. So I'm like trying to do four photo shoots a month for content and for also uh, I was going to open my Patreon in the next two months, but I'm so busy. Probably I'm going to push it to the beginning of the year mm-hmm. just to have enough time to uh because i have two weeks and where i'm not really doing much so it gives me time to work on my website work on the mission pro website and work on patreon so it's like it's crazy it's crazy i know but so yeah. for my patreon i only do two photo shoots a month and it feels like a lot so i can't even imagine doing four so kudos yeah. to you on that incredible <laughs> Now, because you also need like new, uh, a new eight by tens too for my website. I can't just have the same stuff. And I haven't even posted the new stuff on my website because I want to make sure that I get rid of everything that I have. Um, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's been, it's been kind of like crazy to like balance everything out. And then on top of that, you have like, I have to be a mom and a, a wife and it's just like, it's a lot. <laughs> You're also balancing mission pro wrestling and this incredible endeavor of having an all women's wrestling show and school. So how's that going? You've had some incredible shows so far and you have one coming up in December. Yeah. Um, what has that process been like? You made the huge announcement uh, a few months ago about this shifting your school over to that model. And it was, it had huge reception. Everyone's been super excited and the, the feedback from the shows has been incredible. So like, what's, what's your next steps in your, in your show? And okay. So I'm, I'm going to start with the show that shows fully booked for the month of December. We're still going, even if there's no fans allowed, uh, we will still have the show. I think we're almost sold out again. We're being keeping uh, social distancing as much as possible and uh, projecting our fans and our staff. Like one of the main things, just kind of like we were doing in prime time, where like mm-hmm. we are enforcing our staff to be tested, every single person that works there, because it's so important that everybody takes care of each other. I mean, we're a community and if somebody gets the COVID, then we're all messed up. You know, we can't work. We can't make money. Some of us are doing TV. They're really strict with us as far as that goes. So all the protocols are being put in place and the fans and the supporters sponsors are amazing. We have so many uh, silent donors. They want us to be successful. 
with that, uh, with that money, we were able to buy a ring now. So we officially have our own ring. We're going to get our arm buckles pretty soon. Jess and I were, and Brian and Rodney, we're all uh, getting together and we're opening a school next week. We're going to put the ring on, on the school and, uh, we're going to be opening pretty soon. Uh, so we're very, very excited about this. So we're going to be doing a lot of recruiting for women. I know it's a big task because like women are the ones that drop out the most of uh, in professional wrestling, but I think it's worth it. I mean, it is time and I have like such great mentor as Jess, so strong uh, personal color that has gone through some of the stuff that I have gone through myself. I mean, things are looking up. I mean, we have so many random people just like reaching out, either opening their wallets or opening their their hearts and, and, their, and giving their skill set for for free. Our production team is growing. We got four new uh, women working on on uh, recording and taping the matches, which is really good. And then with my uh, photographer, we are going to be working the next at the end of the year. We're going to be working on a curriculum for production wise, and just like recording, taping, taking pictures uh, for even for stuff. And um, I really want to make sure that um, all this stuff or certain stuff we are accessible for some people. So if people can't pay, uh, mm-hmm. some people can access to it without having to pay like a hundred dollars per class, because I think it is important that we give this information to people that deserve it. And we feel that they, they're going to get something out of it. I mean, educating our ladies and some of our guys about the rights that they have in terms of like contract negotiation, um, taking promo pictures, like knowing your worth, stuff like that is just going to grow and is going to make everything better. And I'm just really excited. I don't even know how are we going to start doing it? But I have a vision that is, it should be accessible. And we have to empower those that otherwise can't go to Chicago or, or they have to, you know, pay their way into like go to a workshop and then they don't even, you know, they don't even get a, a spot or they don't, they don't feel like they're being, they're getting something out of it. So that's, that's why I'm like, okay, if we can afford it, if we have enough people supporting us, uh, sponsoring this for us to bring somebody important in the business to give this information and we can give it for free until the first 20 people that sign up, it will be the best. I mean, again, all these efforts are going to be paid off in, in, in different ways. I love your idea about the production thing. Santina Bros did that one time and almost every person in that class ended up working on a wrestling TV show because of that. Like it's so important and it's a, an aspect that so many schools neglect. So I, I love to hear that you guys are going to have that and focus on that and the contract stuff, because some of us are lucky to come from contract jobs and then get into wrestling. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of people, they come from high school into wrestling and they just don't, they don't know that they shouldn't sign that contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I think knowing your worth is also a good point too. Knowing like what your value is and how to put that on and paper and make sure you have a well-rounded package that you can give to give to a promoter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I have had some ladies that, yeah, I'm like, when I ask for prices, I'm like, oh, Jesus, it's a lot, you know, but as I got the same time, I have as a, as a booker, as a promoter, I have to be like, okay, I can't afford you. I'm sorry. I mean, it's like we're a startup, you know, and um, a lot of the money comes from my own work, my husband's job and my best friend's Jeremiah's job. Like we're putting all this because we believe in what we're doing. And we believe in the cost, like we believe in empowering people that have been neglected. And again, like the whole reason why Mission Pro was revamped was because of the speak up movement. And I think um, we're making waves and I have had so many interviews like Texas Monthly is about to do an interview about this. And I talk extensively about sexual harassment that I went through without saying names, of course, because uh, I don't. I don't, I don't go that way, but, um, but I, I express like 
many times how I felt when I was uh, being brought up in the business and like somebody will be grabbing me or be saying stuff to me until like the point where I said I had to speak out and say, you need to stop touching me in front of everybody. Like yesterday I was wrestling an 18 year old and I was like, have you ever been sexually harassed? And she's like, no, not really. And I was like, so somebody has lied in your DMs and said something inappropriate. And she's like, yeah. And I said, well, that's sexual harassment too. It's like educating our girls, Mm -hmm. our young girls are really young it's very very important and like you know having another woman feeling them validated that that's not okay and that they can speak out and they say say something it is it is very important i'm really glad that um people are listening and and we are little by little changing things that need to be changed and i think that because of social media and because of all of these different platforms there's there's so much vulnerability in it and people like your story with with the 18 year olds like there's so many things that they don't think is harassment or is a negative, you know, situation, um, because it's been normalized and like, they just don't understand what should be the proper situation. So like trying to train people and like go through, go through scenarios and like talk through it. It's all very important and needed. Yes, indeed. And it's so, so, so important that we have this open conversations and if we can have like in the future groups and where we talk about this and we teach the guys and girls on how to best not i don't want to say defend yourself but uh be prepared and 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 have a better response so you don't get sued after you say something or mm-hmm. or like with well, some of the things that are happening now so that's very very important you're doing a lot of stuff and even like you know from your first interview with us to now it's like there's just so much it's like you have so much passion. So like, what is, you know, when, when you think of, you know, everything that you're doing, like, is there like one driving force or one sentence that defines all that for you? I just want to make a difference. Sarah, you can, I mean, you can speak for my, for me too. Like we've seen some shit in some of the places that we have worked, you know, and like that whole, um, putting people down and like feeling like you can't talk because you will be blackball that that really like has been eating me for years. Mm-hmm. And um, now that I'm in a place and where I can make a change in a positive way, I'm ready. I'm ready to bring those who are ready to be with me and work with me to get to the next level and, and treat each other with respect and create another environment and where we thrive by helping each other. We thrive by getting better matches. We thrive by getting paid better. It, almost as equal as, this, as the male stars. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times when I went to Japan, some of my friends that were working in New Japan, they had racks of thousands of dollars and they're like how much are you getting paid and i'm like i'm getting paid 200 dollars per match that's it so it's like there's such a discrepancy between men and, and females on their on the pay it's ridiculous so um i think that like i said the more that we educate ourselves and and, and that we uh, make people understand that women are a draw and that we deserve to be paid equally things are going to happen. Yeah, it is. It's a humongous task, but that's what, what, that's what drives me. I mean, I told my husband is super supportive about this and he's like, he's the one who's always like, you got to speak out and you have to say certain stuff. And sometimes, yeah, you're not going to win and you're going to gain a lot of enemies, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to have to stick to what I believe now. I mean, at certain points I didn't speak out and I saw some of the girls being mistreated in front of me and I should have said something, but again, it was because of like the whole, I don't want to get blackballed and I want to have a job about me from that. And that's like, that's a very stupid, very, very stupid um, 
excuse to use, you know, leading by example. That's that's what I want to do. And that's what I that's what I want to leave in the in the wrestling business. Definitely. That's my drive. You've had such an incredible year and it's still going. Um, and then th- this year you ranked number 14 on the PWI list and you went it. I think it was like 90 plus spots you moved up from last yeah. year. And so how does that feel? Like, what does that mean to you that it just jumped? And I mean, I'm not surprised. I feel like you're going to be in the top five next year. That's my prediction. I mean, they interviewed me and I was very clear. I told them that that was like shameful of them because I've been working my ass off just because I didn't have a title that had that prestigious title with me or I wasn't on top on a top TV show. Didn't mean that I I didn't know my worth. I've known my worth from day one. I knew from day one when I lost those three thousand dollars talking to my husband that we were going to make it far and we were going to make it big. I knew that. I knew that when I was having matches with some of the not very talented talent that people were telling them they have, that was the best match they ever had. I knew I had something going on. We're waiting for that long to be on number 14 or being recognized. It was kind of like, it was kind of shameful, honestly. Having a number on a ranking system or not having it, it didn't mean anything to me. I already knew who I was and I already knew what I can bring to the table. And I've shown it over and over and over again. So yeah, it's just a reinforcement that I, my work is being being noticed and it's, it's, it's paying, paying off. But like I said, that doesn't define me. Like being successful on social media doesn't define me. What defines me is like the happiness that brings me helping others and uh, I, having a great match that allows somebody to get a contract and being happy for them, right? That's what defines me is giving that opportunity, not being overjealous of somebody's success. I'm not going to grow. My family is not going to grow. My team is not going to grow if we don't if we don't help each other. Mm-hmm. Right. In 2021. Yes, that's going to be another year where Thunder Rosa will be successful in the wrestling business. And most likely in other that is going to bring awareness on equality in the uh, in the wrestling business for women. Uh, uh, equality is just in as an, a female athlete, just in general. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. And if I'm in the number five next year, good. If I'm not okay in my book, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what I really love is the fact that like, even in this last match, like you had the flag, you had Mexican flag and you weren't a stereotype. If that makes sense. Like there's just something like coming from Toronto, like we're really about like everybody's first generation Canadian. So there's, they're all from some other place and they're really just about proud of you know where their parents are from or where they're from and they still embrace the Canadian culture and I feel like America is a little bit different um they kind of don't want you to do that and what I really just loved and appreciated is like look this is who I am and this is what I embody but I'm also not the stereotype that you think I am and that all like translated to me in that match that's why it was just such a great match like both of you guys were just amazing and it's just um I do, do you find that people tell you to like kind of change your your character a little bit if you're like trying to go one direction no i think um people now understand who i really am i'm like that's why i come out with that flag is a mexican-american flag so people get offended by it but i am i am mexican-american i was born in mexico born and raised in mexico but all my success happened in america and i am an american citizen and i'm proud to say that i'm an american citizen too yes at the beginning i didn't want to define myself as a mexican because I didn't want to be, like you were saying, categorized as like Lucha, because I'm not Lucha. I never trained Lucha Libre until like afterwards. I trained American wrestling Mm -hmm. and that's my bread and butter. And that's why you guys see the way that I wrestle is very technical because that's how I was raised and brought up on the the business. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, when it's needed, I'll change my style. Yeah, if I go to a lucha show, I'll definitely like wrestle and cater to to the people that are there. But if it's this, like, no, this this is Thunder Rosa, and people like Thunder Rosa, and that's what I it's, as I, actually, as a matter of fact, I was in Tennessee yesterday, uh-huh. and they, like, did you notice that there was not there's not a lot of diversity in in the people in the people here? I was like, yeah, but they love Thunder Rosa, so it doesn't really matter where I come from. They they dig it, you know, and um, when they dig that, it's like you are you kind of like break boundaries, right? Break the boundary in race. Um, yes, I come out with my very Mexican looking look, but I come out with metal mm-hmm. and an English song, right? And people are like, oh my God, this, this girl's a badass. Sorry, Drago wants a little snack. <laughs> I thought you were going to show us something. I was like, oh, she's going to show us. <laughs> I, I thought you were getting your rice cakes and peanut butter. I thought oh, that you were it's coming. She's like, oh, I have to show you something. I was like, oh no, you're getting a dog snack. Okay. <laughs> no, Drago's like, because I don't, I'm not here very often. So when I'm here, he's just like whiny 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 so uh yeah i give him a little toy and he destroyed it already oh yeah. <laughs> nothing blame him though he goal just for um it, in 2021 um for mission pro like you you kind of made this change and you're getting the school and you have all the operations like what's the ultimate like what's your vision for it in 2021 well, definitely mission is um we're, we're gonna keep running shows as possible six every six weeks we are gonna be working with more uh, local my vision is to work with more local uh, based female businesses. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can promote them and have them as sponsors, whatever that, that is, either financially or like trading something. Uh, the girls that we will be working with, definitely I'm crossing my fingers that uh, the traveling bands and all that, they're lifted next year. So we can start doing some more things internationally with some of the connections that we have in Mexico, Japan and other places. It all depends on on that. Like there's so, so many things that are external factors that we don't have any control over that. Yeah, I would like to do that. But if we, if we don't, we will be doing something else. But definitely it's like educating people in the different aspects that I talked to you guys about. I think it's very important. If who's interested, if nobody's interested and we only have five people that want to come in, fine. We only have those five people, but those five people are going to get the best information and the best education that they can get. If we can offer it for almost nothing, Perfect. If you if we cannot, we're gonna make sure it's affordable for everybody and everybody's included. Men, women, transgender, and gay. Because we need to we need to educate our community. And that includes men and women, you know. So um for us to like start making real change in the wrestling business and start this like culture of silence, because that's very negative. And if we don't change that, we're gonna keep having these issues again. So now uh, on your IG, because I do a lot of deep dives on IG and stuff like that, I uh, got a, there's a post of you singing. So is there any, any uh, singing career coming up? Are you going to add that to the list? I, that, I think that would be super cool. I actually thought about it. Uh, I mean, now that I see Jericho and how cool he's doing Fosse and stuff, and I asked Jericho, yeah. how do you get started in this? He's like, well, I always play, I, I always play instruments. And I'm like, shit, I don't play shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I might have to learn how to play the guitar or something. I love singing. That's like another thing that I really do enjoy singing and acting. So, I mean, if the opportunity comes and I, I need to start taking acting classes or singing classes, why not? I think it would be really cool just to add it to my repertoire of things that I do. I think I see a Mission Pro Wrestling musical show in the future. At least a burlesque show. That would be pretty cool. I, really, oh, I, okay. I would love to do something. Brian and I were talking about it yesterday. Brittany, the, our commentator, she does burlesque and she knows a lot of people on the burlesque uh, uh, industry so i was like what if we do something like this and we we're just talking about it and just throwing ideas on what things that we can do next year that can be for, within the same realm but like using the people that we have so they can 
if they like to act or they like to do some some other stuff and they're interested, we can do something different. So, I mean, like I said, the world is is my oyster. I'm just going to open it and just be like, let me take it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Crazy. So we're going to do uh, rapid hot tags. Oh so a whole, whole bunch of new questions. So you ready? I, I hope I am. Women's wrestling rapid hot tags. Favorite quarantine snack? Peanut butter. Uh, do you prefer working out at home or at the gym? At the gym. Uh, cooking at home or ordering out? Cooking at home. If you could wake up uh, tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Uh, to stop time. That's a good one. Uh, what in your life are you grateful for? Everything I have right now. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, what would you choose? It's going to sound so shallow, but it's the body. Yes, T-Body. I knew it was going to be. Okay, whatever, guys. <laughs> you not see her body on Instagram? I, mean, I, I want your body. body. I'm totally fine. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some hot old ladies at the gym still rocking the body. So I, I, you never know, because I know Thunder Rosa has a very sharp mind. So I actually wasn't sure which one you were going to choose. But so Emily always chooses mind and we always choose body. <laughs> yeah, I have two people on my team so far. Oh, goodness. All right, Sarah, let's hit that star of the week real quick. Women's Wrestling Star of the Week. <laughs> the week is Brandi Lauren, a.k.a. Skylar Story. Brandi made her debut in 2016 at American Combat Wrestling and went on to wrestle at Impact under the names Casey Quinn and Ava Story. There, she faced women such as Brandi Rhodes, ODB, and friend of the show, Chelsea Green. Brandi was part of the August class of WWE NXT signees and was the only woman signee in her class. You may have spotted her on WWE prior to her signing, for example, on Raw, Underground, or in the recent NXT multi-women match. We're excited to see what this rising star accomplishes at WWE and be sure to follow her at Brandy Wrestling on Instagram and tell her Women's Wrestling Talk sent you. And if you want to learn more about a star of the indie wrestling scene, shoot us your suggestions for future stars of the week. Thank you, Sarah. Um, now, is there anybody that you have your eye on, uh, Thunder Rosa, as far as somebody that you like want to see in your show or you're like, man, like one day I, like, I want to I want to like kind of get my hands on her or him? Killer Kelly, she's going to be in our show. Definitely somebody that I would love to wrestle in the future. That's like the style of wrestling that I'm doing a lot more, like strong style. So I, I mm -hmm. like her. I definitely want to go back to Japan and hopefully I get the opportunity to wrestle Miko Satsumura out there. After that, I can retire. I'll be like, okay, this is it. But no, man, I, I think it's like, there's so much going on in my life right now that, um, that I, there's like more things that not only from wrestling, but out of wrestling that I want to do. I really want to work on um, public speaking. Mm -hmm. so I, just, I, I can start doing a lot more public speaking because it's definitely like, I I feel like I, my story is really, really, really strong. And I, I feel like I need to be sharing it with more people mm -hmm. because being successful in an independent, in the independent scene as a woman of color is like really unheard of. Like being on top of people are like, oh my God, you know, it's, it's, it's not as easy as people think it is. And the amount of time that I, I've been wrestling is kind of like, like I said, unheard of. I, this is my sixth year in the business, but I've been so relentless and so like unstoppable that I'm like, there is so much more that is coming for me and for my family. And like I said, for my team, those that are working with me, we're going to make a huge impact in, in, in women's professional wrestling. Yeah. I can definitely see you do like a Ted talks or something. It's like, like I said, like from, 
from the first time you came in to like now, like every year has just been amazing. And I just love seeing like your growth. And it just seems like, like every year, like there's more people that are talking about you, which is an amazing thing. Now, has there been any like promotions that have been like hitting you up as far as like promotions that may have like said, oh, you're not ready a couple of years ago. But now because of everything, they're kind of hitting you up now. Not, not really because, uh, you know, I'm under contract with NWA, so um, it is it, it is kind of difficult sometimes to get a booking from from me and being, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's kind of hard. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still getting booked in certain, certain places, but uh, I have like uh, some limitations that it makes it very difficult for me to get booked. But I feel like once my contract expires, like my DM is going to be like flooded by by messages that they want to, well, I'm saying this, but I am the universal that happens. <laughs> We're that show. We make shit happen. But if not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not tripping girl. I, I, I know how to survive with, without wrestling. I mean, COVID really made me realize the things that you have to do to do stuff differently and mm-hmm. to be successful no matter what. So, um, and that's what I focus on. And I think that's the reason why people are talking about Thunder Rosa is because of not only what I've done in the ring, but all the stuff that we have done outside of the ring, which is even bigger than my own career, I feel like. And when's the the contract expiring just for people who are, you know, just wondering and curious? Uh, the end of 2021. And now is there like an official part? I heard some rumblings as far as AEW and NWA and like you have been on AEW. Is there like some type of thing going on as far as? you're going to be able to cross over or is it just like strictly representing NWA? You know what? I mean, I, I really don't know any, anything of, of like the logistics or what Billy and Tony are doing. I, when they call me to go and do AEW, I'll be like, hi guys. <laughs> the ugly guy. here for a month. <laughs> you're going to see me on TV guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'll leave next one to you. That's like literally why I say to everybody. I'm like the, that cousin that you kind of like, but you kind of like from like far away. That's <laughs> That's me. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. We truly appreciate it. I am just like so excited what 2021 is going to bring. Like you are just an amazing person. I already know that amazing things are going to happen for you for 2021. Shout out to your husband. I'm all about Brian because he he hooked us up that last time. So shout out to him. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show and let people know if they're not following you, even though you should, uh, where they can find you. You can find me on all my social media at Thunderosa22, on my website at thunderosa.net, uh, Mission Pro Wrestling. You can find us on missionprowrestling.net. Everything is there. You can click on all our social medias there. We are open for business. So we do custom matches. You can purchase them there or you can order them through our website. And believe me, all the ladies and the guys are thankful for your money because without you, Probably some of them wouldn't have been able to pay the rent. And we appreciate all the the money that you guys are, are, are giving to us for us to create jobs for them, even if it's like once a month or every six every six weeks. Everybody's really appreciative. Mission Pro Wrestling and our other team are very, very appreciative that um, you guys are believing in what we're doing and and that things are happening for us. And uh, and and the, like I said, the team is getting bigger and we are just nothing but excited and blessed to to have absolutely everybody being part of this. Thank you, thank you. And then Miss Sarah, where can everybody find you? Find me everywhere at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H is God in the Bible intended. And be sure to check out my Patreon. And Emily May? You can find me on all social platforms at Emily May Heller. 
And thank you guys so much. Thanks to our subscriber subscribers. Shout out to Natalie for being our very first subscriber. You are starting the trend. We really appreciate that. If you want to donate, you can go to our anchor page. Make sure um, when you go on YouTube, all that good stuff, you hit subscribe, like all that. That is really, really appreciated. Um, you can follow us on all social media on IG, WW Talk. And on Twitter, www.talkpod. And you can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Ciao.